0: We're good to go Welcome to episode 128 of Convos on the Pedicab I'm here with my friend, uh, State Representative uh, Brian Slayton Before we get started, we got to give a quick shout out to our sponsors Have you been leaving your house outside again? Texas weather can wreak havoc on your home, especially your roof. And if you haven't had it inspected lately, chances are that outside elements could be making their way inside. Trust Balcones Roofing and Remodeling to perform a thorough roof inspection and offer long-lasting solutions. They are the only 5-star rated roofer in Austin who specialize in installing the impact-resistant F-Wave Revia and back all roof replacements with a $20,000 guarantee. To schedule a roof inspection, call 512-937-8805 or visit balconesroofsaustin.com. 512 Boutique Events services all catering and staffing needs to any event in Austin and the surrounding areas. Anything from weddings to corporate events to festivals. They are even equipped to provide bar services. So visit their website today at 512boutiqueevents.com for contact information. Calendar fills up quickly, so be sure to get your event booked today. Excited to have you back, man! It's been a while. Good to be here, Alex. It's been um. How do you feel about this legislative session so far? Let's get right to it. Oh, I
1: tell you, it's um, it, it's great to see the Senate pushing, moving hard, and the House. We're just having to respond, really, and that's good. I mean, so uh, that means something may actually get passed that helps some people. Yeah. Because uh, we're going to be forced to act, so I, I'm kind of happy about that.
0: I think it's a good thing. I think uh, there's. I think um, actual freedom really hangs in the crossroads. Um, this legislative session, especially considering what we have in Washington, Mm -hmm. um, especially seeing what Mm -hmm. everything, how everything is, um, transpiring. And I think that the focus, um, the focus needs to be on freedom because focusing on freedom is how you, that's universal, right? Right. Like whether you have, whether you voted for Bernie Sanders in 2020, whether you voted for Donald Trump, um, nobody wants a social credit score. Nobody wants Jeffrey Epstein's friends to be giving them public health advice. Um, you know, nobody wants a central bank digital currency. Nobody wants more expensive groceries. Nobody wants more expensive groceries. Nobody wants um, to not be able to own a home because BlackRock and Vanguard have bought all the houses. Nobody wants to go to war in Ukraine. Right. Like, nobody wants to do a lot of these things. There's got to be a message that um, freedom is the ultimate, the ultimate priority is freedom.
1: It's got to be, got to be the ultimate, ultimate goal, and and that's what what's on the line. We've got to stop what the globalists are trying to plan. Uh, bottom line, we got to stand up for Texas and Texans and make sure we're the best place on the planet. And if all these other states want to go to hell uh, with their decisions, let them. And we need to make sure that we're different and that we're protected and have some insulation from all this because it's coming everywhere like you're talking about like you got the ESG uh, credit scores you, then all the way to potential World War three. Your, your average Texan doesn't want any of that. They, they just don't want, want to this. live their life. No matter
0: where you are, no matter right. what you what you identify as, no matter any of that stuff, right. you do not want what is coming down the pipe for you. And a lot of people are being brainwashed by like woke identity politics to voluntarily comply with this and walk right off a cliff. Right. Th- that that's what that's what I feel is happening.
1: Right. And and people, some people are waking up. Right. More and more people, I, I believe. More people are involved and educated and engaged with what's going on this legislative session than the last one.
0: Yes, I think so. I, I think I think I think so. Um, what are your priorities?
1: Well, my- Just, it
0: doesn't have to be like in. Well, actually, an order would be cool, but it doesn't have to be. Like, What are your, what
1: are your five priorities? So, okay, some of the bills I have that I'm, I'm looking to push, one is going to be defend the guard. It's a bill that says that the state National Guard can't be deployed into foreign combat unless Congress declares war, which is exactly what the Constitution says. Okay. Right? And my bill lets uh, Texas stand up for itself instead of a president, no matter their party— Doing an executive order, putting us in another war and conflict, what we're saying is you have to actually pass a bill, like the Constitution says, to declare war before you use us. I don't think we would have been involved in all the conflicts we've been in for the past 80 years because the last time the America declared war was 1942. Yeah, with, with Pearl Harbor. Right? Yeah. yeah, and how long are the conflicts lasting now since we're doing executive a lot order? Of,
0: right? A lot of these wars have to do with the fact that we use bad money. Yeah. We, we do not have sound money. We print money out of thin air, a private company. Um, 12, you know, people were mad about the Supreme Court and nine uh, judges deciding whatever a woman can do with her body. But nobody's saying anything about, like, 12 unelected bureaucrats deciding what your money is worth, and they meet three times a year um, to discuss, to, to, to discuss what, what, your, what your purchasing power is going right. to hold, to discuss what your investments are going to be worth, to discuss what the value of your home is going to be, to discuss any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. So there's got to be, like, a way to kind of bridge these gaps, right? Right. Um, and I think, like, my attitude is, like, listen, like, you could argue with people or, or talk at them, right, and, like, try to go through a wall, or you could figure out a way to, like, go around the wall to the other side. And it's like if somebody who's, like, super far left is mad because they overturned Roe v. Wade, regardless of your opinion, you don't even argue with them. just say, well, yeah, it's also fucked up when 12 unelected officials um, are determining what your money's worth. Do you know right. about that? What do you right. know about the Federal Reserve? Would you like to right. talk about fractional reserve banking? Right.
1: Well and 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 also with this bill the idea you know it's in the Texas Democrat party platform and in the Republican party platform this is supported by everybody right? by everybody except for what people call you know the military industrial complex and the brass the people who who aren't necessarily fighting in the war they're sending others to go fight they want it and uh and and the, the idea like I say it stands up for the constitution and lets our governor stand up for our fighting men and women and their families and say if you're going to use them and and honor that sacred commitment they have to defend our country, just follow the Constitution. Yeah. I'm
0: going to tell you what my priorities are. Okay. Alright. Um, and this is in no particular order. My priority is um, banning medical mandates Okay. All medical, like all medical mandates. Like okay. I'm not talking about like the, co- the, the, the the juice that they tried to make you yeah. give you the, the Bill Gates juice. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like everything, like the measles. Like I- I'm talking about every single thing that they make. Nobody should make you take anything to go to school. All mandates, all medical mandates. That should be banned um, and it should be totally voluntary. All right, that's one priority. No. The other priority, mm-hmm. get rid of, ce- ban central bank digital currencies and the use of them. Make something like Bitcoin legal tender start accumulating this invaluable asset right now while the while we are in in this bear market still and it's not gonna be very much longer um the other priority is well obviously like you know keep the border uh safe and and secure and whatnot um what what else um well there's one yeah ban like ban um get get address this esg garbage right address the esg garbage um Address the ESG garbage immediately, and also make sure that like, pri- like small business. Well, address the ESG garbage. Um, stop foreign. Co- stop. Stop. You have to be a citizen of this country to own property in this country. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also think that um, what's what's the other one? Um, my, my it's like on the tip of my. Well, there's a couple we have in
1: common, and there's one. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll ping your memory, but real right. quick. So, I have one to b- build the Trump border wall, to complete the border wall. Well, the border, wall. securing the border. Yeah, securing the border. So, we have that. Um, and then I have, um, uh, well, the one I was going to say I think we have in common, I'll tell you about the cell phone jammer one in a minute, but banning gender modification of children. Oh,
0: yes, yeah, yeah. Banning, yes, banning banning that from happening. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, limiting the power and scope of big pharma in every single way possible. I think that that's how you got to phrase it, right? Because, yeah. like— I don't think anybody, like, uh, talk to the average Bernie voter. I don't think the average Bernie voter wants to give Big Pharma more money. No. They don't. They don't. But what did you see today? What did you see at the Capitol? You saw a bunch of super left-leaning, probably Bernie voters. Well, maybe in the primary. Who knows, right? (laughs) You you saw, like, a bunch of super left-leaning, super, quote-unquote, progressives. Um, literally going out and protesting for big pharma. Because the more kids that like have to go through these processes, the more you create a lifetime customer for the pharmaceutical industry. And like, look, I struggle with a shit ton of learning disabilities, right? Like when I was a kid, they tried to put me in like, well, they put me in like a smaller, like self-contained school because of this. Like. They tried to put me on a ton of medications when I was younger. There were kids I went to school with that got like hopped up on all types of pharmaceutical drugs. It didn't go well for them. My parents were lucky. They they I, I got like my the MMR and all this stuff when I was a kid. I think that played a role in terms of how I developed. But they didn't prescribe med. They didn't put me on meds like at all throughout school. And that was a big, that that was huge. But like you know, there was a there was a whole army of doctors that wanted to prescribe Ritalin and Adderall to everybody when I oh, was right. going to school. Right. Okay, and now like. Well, obviously, that didn't work out very well. And now, like, the same trend is we want puberty blockers, we want gender modification clinics. We're calling it gender affirming care. Like, people always use um, friendly sounding language um, to disguise something that is extremely, like, nefarious, horrific, and, you know, most importantly, just designed. Solely for profit and influence.
1: Right. I mean, all through history, uh, different people, not all medical people, but different people have used their position of power in medicine to come up with some bogus plan to help people. you got lumbotomies, right? Yes. Leeches. Leeches. I was going to say right. leeches, leeches. Right? <laughs> right. And, then, and then, uh, then psychology and medical together, mainly psychology, in the 80s and 90s they did electroshock therapy, okay? electroshock therapy electroshock was invented by the russians to perform on their bad citizens right right the ones that just didn't get the idea of the community right yeah the ones who didn't want to live on the collective farms. Right, right yeah yeah right. i'd like to eat the food i food i grow please <laughs> yeah 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 i want to travel four blocks from my house without anybody knowing right and hey, uh, but enjoy the
0: 15 minute city yeah yeah oh my god
1: and, and so it's so in 1993 the democrats were in charge here in texas and they banned electroshock therapy on children 16 and under And it was a complete ban. It wasn't a partial. It was just a complete ban. It went away around the world. It's come back, but it's not making an impact in Texas because the Democrats in 1993 protected Texans from bogus medical practice.
0: Electroshock therapy?
1: Yeah, it's making a resurgence, but not in Texas. Well, that's good. Right. Yeah. And now we got Republicans in charge. And we're looking at passing a bill, the one they're talking about today. And it's it's not going to fix the problem we're going to come back next session I mean, and on, deal with this honestly
0: i think that the problem is children is transitioning children like because once you become a grown-up you're going to do what you want to do right um there's nothing you could do about it and, and, and to be honest like look man there's nothing my attitude about this stuff is this right like um my personal opinions i don't think there's anything wrong with being gay i don't even think there's anything wrong with like even being like a, a trans adult if that's really what you feel after your entire 20 plus years of existence you'd say i'm an adult my brain is fully developed this is what i want to do call me ma'am whatever cool not a problem with it the problem i have is the fact that this is being propagated onto children and this is being propagated onto children for only one reason and it's to create lifetime customers for big pharma like my my issues because it's it's actually personal with what i had to go through as a kid my issues are entirely with the pharmaceutical industry
1: right it's it's
0: all so so like if you ban this procedure for minors That's an. I personally think that's fine. Like that's enough. Now we gotta. Now we gotta ban CBDCs. Now we gotta ban social credit scores. Now we gotta stop Chinese companies from owning land in Texas. Like you know. Like that's that's my take on it, right?
1: But but think about. We have people who are convicted criminals, who get medication to be chemically castrated.
0: Oh okay. Right. All right. All right.
1: Right. I mean, but. We, we have m- people who have committed crimes, heinous crimes, they give them the same medication they're trying to give a 12-year-old because they want to be in the differ- woman's presence. Okay. Right. That,
0: that obviously should not be allowed as well.
1: No, it that shouldn't That should be. obviously, but yes. That apparently, should obviously But be apparently be it's a big moneymaker for the pharmaceutical companies, or they wouldn't be pushing this. Yes,
0: that should obviously, That that is absolutely insane that that's allowed to happen. That right. That should obviously be banned. If you commit a crime, these services are not um, applicable to you.
1: Right. Right. They, yeah, okay, that's yeah. But why would you give the same drugs to a 12-year-old? Like you, you shouldn't you th- shouldn't give these to children at all. That's well, what that's I'm saying. Right. Like yeah, you know. should not give this right. stuff. This is not for children. But, but it's hard to convince people in that building to agree with what you and I are saying.
0: Well, I, so it's funny. I actually saw my pal Owen Shore uh, earlier today mm-hmm. cuz I was like I got to make some content. I got to figure out what to do and I had to do these podcasts. I had these commitments, right? Um, and I saw Owen at the Capitol. I'm like, "Yes, Owen's at the Capitol." And all of a sudden I'm like, "Let me get on my knees and start praying to Dr. Fauci." So I just, so hopefully the sound carried and hopefully it can be usable. But I just got on my knees and started praying to doc, to Dr. Fauci and praising Big Pharma. And I just praised Big Pharma in front of them. And like next time these people protest, I'm gonna just yeah, I'm gonna just chant the names of different companies like right. Pfizer, Pfizer, yeah. Pfizer. Because I'll, honestly, you may not wake them up. Who knows, right? But when you're when you're doing this and you're going after Big Pharma and you're using what they're doing to go after Big Pharma, my attitude is you gotta go after these people no matter who, no, no yeah. matter who it is, whether it's like. Whether it's a left-wing protest or even like a bunch of like old-school right-wingers that want to still make weed illegal, you go after the big pharma in every way that you can go after them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so if you if you're like going off and and telling people like yo this is not a, a a trans rights protest it's a big pharma protest like that's what i'm calling it like it's oh, the big
1: pharma protest that's that's law of the opposition absolutely Yeah. It's a, a, not-
0: and nobody likes big pharma so fra like we got to phrase phrase things as to what they are and what you're seeing right now is an activist push by big pharma to give themselves more money and power and like hey man this right. is your legacy you're standing with the pharmaceutical companies good job right
1: right have and, another booster yeah yeah right and, and and you know and all this has really uh, really picked up steam since like six years ago the house passed these bills House bill 10 11 and 12 and it's about getting more um, uh, mental health uh, contracts with the school districts and and I tell you where this is heading I, I don't know I don't know how Texas stops this on children, right? That's what we would stop this on children. Hey, Do you hear about California's bill they're trying to pass? No, sure. they're, they're the it's to Brian. They're trying to pass a bill in California that says that you can, uh, I, I believe the kids are, are I think 13 or 14 years old and up, can get prescription medication, puberty blockers, whatever, without parental consent. So the last time they passed a bill saying that, that, kids that come here to transition we the state of california protects them with all their authority and power now they're saying if you're 14 years old so you could have a runaway you could have whatever a, a kid go to california and get transition without parental consent they, they will do this
0: that that's a problem to children that is a problem the problem is that like i mean here the, but we got to look at this in reality right and in reality very few kids are going to actually do that
1: Want to do it on their own. Yeah. Yeah. Very few kids. So it's
0: probably going to be mom and dad are going to be the ones that are financing and, and doing all of this. Okay. Um, what you have to worry about is networks that will facilitate this behind mom and dad's back. Right. That's and fund like, it. Yes. So, you know what I mean? Like, that's how you, that's, I think, the big concern is like private networks that will say, my mom and dad doesn't understand. My name is Carl, but I'm really Carla. I want to go to California and get these hormones and, and get this, get this, get the surgery that I think I need. And you know you'll have these um these like sycophants, right these big pharma sycophants will just kind of affirm that um, in order to try to grow the following because they you know some of them actually also may may even believe that they're helping, right uh, so uh, that is a problem is that you might start seeing networks of people like helping somebody from Texas go to this new state without parental without any without the parents say at all that's that, that that's I think the real issue that everyone's gotta look at,
1: yeah. Is that you know what I mean? Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, yeah, and and well, and the other thing I was going to tell you about uh, a, a couple things. I, I guess I'll I'll mention this one is because last time we were here we were talking about the Steve Abbott. Oh yeah, Highway right.
0: how <laughs> I wanted to bring that up.
1: So we have another that bill. Was the most See, okay. I don't know if you know this, and and like say people can have their view of the border, but when when people are dying in the brush. In South Texas, it's a humanitarian crisis. Yeah, you should be concerned of people just dying in the brush, and no one crosses the border without the cartels knowing they're there. Well, I filed a bill because I don't know if you know Brooks County, Texas. Yeah, they um they've had such a problem they had to pop up a temporary morgue in Brooks County just to handle and process all the dead bodies. What the? So I have a How bill. Are they dying. They're just getting shot, dying in the just- brush. No, they're dying in the brush. Dying of. of Starvation Thirst, starvation. Wow. They, they break their leg or anchor, they get hurt. The cartels will just leave them wow. in the brush. And they don't know which way is north, south, east, west, none of it. So they're, they're dying uh, pretty horrible deaths. And there's so many of them, they, the state of Texas had to put in a, a temporary morgue. morgue and I, I filed a bill to name the morgues, the Joseph R. Bar- Biden temporary morgues, because his policies leading, leading has them. led to a humanitarian crisis. Men, women, and children are dying just in the brush. And it's so bad that that's the current situation. They wow. show pictures of people walking across. Yeah, that happens. But there's a large number of p- number of people dying, and those are the ones we find. The other ones, there's so many people dying, we don't even find in the South Texas brush. So I, I tried to honor someone's legacy again. Well, that's very nice. Biden's of you. That's border very... policy uh, has earned. Well, well it's not even room.
0: the policy, right? It's it's ignoring his his rules. Because like, if you right. look at the technicals, his border rule and Trump's border rule are not that different. The difference between Biden and Trump is that. It's the name, right? So people say, oh, Biden's in office. Now we're going to really – now we're really going to – we're going to swarm the border because Biden's in office. And then also um, you may have the same rules, but you ju- you're just not enforcing don't the rules. Them. Yeah, yeah, so it's, it's not yeah. his policies. It's his lack of enforcement. There you um, go. It's his lack of sure. enforcement that I think is w- more of a problem than his policies.
1: Right. Well, and that that would be a policy I would say if you choose not to, to enforce it. the rules. That's like the
0: DAs policy. that don't want to pr- prosecute uh, the violent criminals. Yep. That's another pro- – that's right. another huge problem. Right.
1: Now I did file a bill. To uh, take the police in Austin away from the city of Austin and put directly under DPS. DPS.
0: Well, apparently some news happened that they actually started. They're starting to use like DPS officers. They're to are to Austin and There stuff. was
1: a couple bad things that happened last Thursday. A lot of people Austin. got shot and stabbed. Well, and yeah, there was a, uh, a worker in the Capitol was assaulted. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, it's pretty bad. What happened just by some bum or what? I'm. I am do not know the details, but it's just you know become more and more of a problem in Austin. It, it took I believe 13 hours to get her a rape kit from Austin Police. Oh, that kind of a. Oh
0: boy. Yeah. Wow. So she was assaulted
1: and, and things like that. So you know, I think. Uh, Dude, that uh, guy in Houston, he paralyzed the Asian lady. They
0: the, a judge It was actually a Republican judge was that read. Yes, it was. I mean, Gene Wu said. I don't know if I, if I trust him, but that's what he said. It was that it was a Republican judge really who reduced his bond by a hundred thousand dollars.
1: Wow wow yeah we have to do something about uh the violent criminals right i mean we have to make them not want to do that here i mean we we don't do it anywhere but if they don't think there's going to be any repercussion i mean what's going to stop them from acting on impulse that's what people do
0: well you know it's such a big rabbit hole yeah um you know lack of sound money and currency devaluation leads directly to cultural degradation that well, that, that is what happens mm-hmm. you know like um yeah i mean that that's what happens we printed 80% of our money in the past 3 years due to covid inflation is obviously skyrocketing mm-hmm. uh as a result of this we start tightening rates at these extremely at this record breaking cycle which is causing regional banks to shut down which is causing um small companies to not be able to to almost go underwater combine them with what that deal with during COVID you're taking the most vulnerable members of society and exploiting it and making them even more vulnerable. Um, when you feel like you'll never be able to own a house because every, every dollar you make just goes down in value by 10, 20% cause these inflation right. numbers are lying to you, you know, at, at alarmingly fast rates every single year. Um, it's really easy to get brainwashed into not wanting to like have the same values that you grow up with or that my parents had. I had a problem accepting this for years. You know, I, I had a pride problems with motivation and wanting to do anything because of everything that I'm mentioning. Right. So imagine like some young kid that's been brainwashed all his entire life by the education system and by the mass media and by their peer groups um, to have these certain values. Because like, if you're not, if you don't think that there's going to be a positive reward for your hard work, why are you going to work hard? You won't. You're going to do cheap thrills and adopt really high-time preference thinking, and that creates more single moms. Mm-hmm. That creates more kids raised on pharmaceuticals. That creates um, toxic media. you know. And then you combine that with DAs that don't want to enforce violent crime. You're, you literally are creating a perfect storm of why this is happening.
1: Right. Well, and one thing to, to mention, um, we're – Probably gonna look at following next session. We, we ran out of time, and it's something we got to work on. Do you know that if you're a psychiatrist, and let's say you've got 100 clients, I don't know. Say yeah. you got 100 clients, and let's say it doesn't matter, one or ten of them commit suicide. That's never reported anywhere. So if you have a, a, a psychiatrist that's giving what I would say might be bad advice, bad medication, or whatever, and their their patients are committing suicide at a higher level than yeah. someone over here. That's never reported, and the public never knows that. Wow, and so, I did not know that. Yeah, so we're working on trying to figure out, and that's why we didn't file it. We couldn't get it together, is how to report this. Because you talk about the pharmaceutical companies being a problem. Well, it's the people who give out prescriptions as a knee jerk reaction. Yeah. Because there's an incentive from the pharmaceutical
0: companies to give these out and you're hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt with no way to pay it off. You are beholden to big, like there's a huge problem with that. There's a problem with private health insurance. Mm -hmm. There's a problem with all like all of this stuff.
1: Right. Right. And the the idea is just transparency. uh, So you can hold some doctors accountable if they are really giving bad medical advice to people.
0: Yeah. Also using better money and financial autonomy. Mm -hmm. Um, how do you
1: feel about Bitcoin? Uh, I'm fine with Bitcoin. I mean, I think we need uh, several different things. I think we need uh, to get back to focusing on gold. We need Bitcoin. We need a lot of things, and here, here's why. Uh, okay. I, I think we do need to continue to, to build up our currency, uh, in, in gold and dollar needs to be strong. We need cash. We need cash in our society. Because one thing when they go electronic um, they won they want to track everything well, but well, with bitcoin it's not they don't they can't that's, they right. that, that's, that's right.
0: why there's all these right. um, garbage environmental narratives because they know what this thing is they know that they like Justin Trudeau can't go into your um, cold storage wallet and freeze your funds right. they can't do they, they can't do that like you right. can send um, it's not anonymous but it's pseudonymous right. right so you could send pseudonymous transactions and live your life kind of independent from a lot of what these entities want and it's a really good insurance for when central bank digital currencies start trying to roll their way in. And it's also a good preventative measure because the people are just using Bitcoin and they try to adopt CBDCs. No one's going to even use the CBDCs. And then it's a, it could also be a very easy way for governments to lose whatever influence and credibility they have. It could actually be the final nail in the coffin for their credibility in general, right? So I, I'm like, I think that honestly, Bitcoin is a way to save. It's like the solution from God almost to save to save us from where we are.
1: Well, yeah, uh, my thing is I want, I encourage preach, people yeah. to the most uh, American, the most Texan thing you can do is leave your home, whether it's for two hours or two days, don't take your cell phone and go somewhere and pay cash, do Bitcoin, do something. Well, you your no, phone for Bitcoin. <laughs> well,
0: to send Bitcoin transactions, you will well, need your you, phone. Okay, to send you big- would need
1: your phone. So I've been encouraged. What I've been saying is because you know they'll track everything you do, like when you're you're on your, your phone, and nah. track where you're going. My thing is go do things where people Can. don't know. Yeah, like prepay for your trip with Bitcoin, right? Do what you pay for your room uh, before you go, but try to leave your home and don't let anybody know where you're going. Don't take electronics. Just go pay for pay cash. Do something. Where they can't track you, however long that is. If it's a two-hour trip, great. If it's two-day, great. But that's what I've been encouraging people because the more we just continue to go everywhere and, and we, we, you know, we use credit card, debit card, everywhere we go, they're tracking everything we're doing, keeping up with everything that you're spending money on. They're selling it to other people. So I encourage people to do things like that. To I love that you're an freedom. elected official. Okay. We
0: need more people like you. That That's amazing. Like That's awesome.
1: Now, I'm just your typical conservative Republican married to an immigrant. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have my two beautiful children that I refer to as my Texapinos.
0: I love it. My girlfriend's um, my girlfriend's Mexican also. Oh, actually, well, Filipino. Girl, okay. right, yeah, uh, f- Filipina. I get it, man. She's got that Latin rage. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, what I'm talking about. Oh. Yeah. Got yeah. That Latin yeah. Rage, I saw a T-shirt that said, "I'm not afraid
1: of anything. I'm married to a Filipina." Right.
0: I mean, yeah. <laughs> my my girlfriend is. She's great, but. Yeah, I don't, I get scared to make her
1: angry. Like, I mean, <laughs> well, that like sounds like a so smart decision you're making. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we been together for like six years, so it's, like, you know, Honey, did I tell you yes already today? I mean, you look beautiful, you want, babe. Baby. I love you, yes. Whatever you want, baby. You already do that every yeah, day? Yeah, all the time. It's <laughs> yeah, yeah. <This> wild. <laughs> you got it figured I, out, I Alex. I made my own
0: decision in like six, it's in six years. Yeah, it's been, it's been okay. great. It's, Good. This is what you got to do. This is why you, why you meet somebody. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Make yeah. mama happy.
0: Exactly, they got to start reproducing though. Even though, <laughs> even though Klaus Schraub and Bill Gates, they don't want that. You yeah, know, they, yeah, They want the state to be your family. That's another episode. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. All right. So you filed a Texas bill.
1: Oh yeah, I did that.
0: I want to hear about this because this is this is a why like it, the more you see how clown world is developing, the more something like this can sound appealing. But a lot of people are also scared of this because it doesn't seem like anytime people seem to talk about Texas, it doesn't seem like there's much of a
1: plan. I heard you wanted to talk about this because you're planning on being the first president. Is that what you said? We we can see what happens.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll take the endorsement. Okay. I'll take the slate. endorsement. Okay, okay.
1: So what what it it simply says is that—
0: want to be the minister of culture jamming okay
1: (laughs) okay well so what it says it's a bill if if it passes this session it'll be on the ballot in uh, a year and a half from now in november okay or whenever that is and uh the public gets to vote okay the public gets to vote on whether a committee's formed to research what it takes so the things you think of it would take to be your own nation what would you do for defense trade uh health money, care, money. education money. money what would you do for currency well, I or know money exactly whatever what yeah. i would do
0: for, i would do what they're doing in el salvador but i know exactly what right. we, would be, we, we would be doing
1: okay and you'd have to figure out what you do with with your shots you know if you want people to be transvaccinated or not oh, yeah, these are my right yeah yeah i mean you got they'd have to answer all those questions and then they report to the public if we could do it so so what happens it's similar to brexit Okay, what would happen? The public says, yes, we want to research this. And then uh, people research it, elected officials research it. They have two years to do that and report back to the public of this is how we would do it. And yes, we could or no, we couldn't. And then... After that would be the discussion of secession. So this is simply an opportunity for the public to be engaged and involved of do we want to govern ourselves different? That's all it is. It gives the public a chance to say, do we want to research that? So it's nothing to, uh, it's, it doesn't move urgently. It's not something that because this passes, we're leaving. It simply is creating an opportunity for the public to be involved in the discussion of what would it look like. That's it.
0: I mean that actually sounds extremely reasonable.
1: It, it is, it is. I mean, think about uh, our, what what one you know would our founders uh, be excited about the the current situation we're in? Would they have signed on the deadline to join if they knew we'd be treated this way? It's worth having that discussion as we look at how are we being treated. What is uh, what is the current situation G- for Texans and Texans? G- yeah, yeah.
0: Do you think our founders would feel as though the United States is too big
1: right now? Oh, I. I don't think so, no. I I don't think so. I think I know it's, I it's think an they on the spot. It's like an on no, the spot question. But. Yeah, but I don't think they would. I think the thing that they would have the biggest problem with, okay, two things. I think they have the biggest problem with, is the states, all of them, punting and letting the federal government make decisions for them. That is not the federal government's job to make decisions. Like just how easy people capitulate to what the federal government wants, like with COVID and everything. As soon as CDC, not even elected officials, just, you know, King Fauci, as soon yeah, as he and Donald says— Donald Trump also literally right, got steamrolled by him. Right. Everybody did. It happened uh, all over the place. Yeah. And, and so I think they would be upset at that, that states weren't standing up for themselves. And I'll be honest, I think they would also be upset at how far away our society and our government has gotten away from— spiritual influence from god i mean really it's become so secularized secularized i didn't say that right secularized yeah this episode is brought to you by
0: Balconis roofing and remodeling have you been leaving your house outside again texas weather can wreak havoc on your home especially your roof and if you haven't had it inspected lately chances are that outside elements could be making their way inside Trust Balcones Roofing and Remodeling to perform a thorough roof inspection and offer long-lasting solutions. They are the only five-star rated roofer in Austin who specialize in installing the impact-resistant F-Wave Revia and back all roof replacements with a $20,000 guarantee. To schedule a roof inspection, call 512-937-8805 or visit balconesroofsaustin.com. This episode is brought to you by 512 Boutique Events. 512 Boutique Events services all catering and staffing needs to any event in Austin and the surrounding areas. Anything from weddings to corporate events to festivals. They are even equipped to provide bar services. Visit their website today at www.512boutiqueevents.com for contact information. Calendar fills up quickly, so be sure to get your event booked today. You got me there,
1: and I think those two things are the things that our founders. I don't. I don't think they're worried about the size. It's it's but the, the size states does that, though,
0: because when, w- w- when you give um, 330 million people um, and you leave them in the control of a select group of oligarchs, like the 12 unelected officials that determine what the cost of an orange is going to be worth, right. um, that is. That that kind of is that, right? Well, like, well you're so. right.
1: It, it's more difficult as it gets bigger. I, I, but I still think they thought states would have more autonomy, and, and, and yeah, they'd have more self-respect. Like I'm going to stand up for my state because this is how we want our state to run, and they would just have a little bit more self-awareness and a little bit more, uh, uh, I like to say, self-respect to say we're not going to let you do that, even though it's more difficult with more states. It's just it's it goes into our whole culture, how everybody just caves so easy to whatever the collective wants. Right. We want big pharma to give um, medicine to kids for whatever reason, whether it's it's ADHD or it's gender modification. And people are having a hard time fighting and standing up to that. And then uh, uh, to, to the covid shutdowns, to the vaccines, people just aren't standing up for themselves individually. Then you got the state people also don't know and people are
0: also given information based on algorithms and, and there's yeah. a lot of there's a lot of stuff like that <clears throat> um, and people are also being given uh, information from from news outlets that are literally doing the bidding of what the people at Davos want want them to do. You know that there was like there was a huge problem in the 1970s of like CIA and intelligence agents that were infiltrating um, news organizations in the 70s. Wow. Right. So what do you think is happening now?
1: Right. Right.
0: Right. What do, you, what do you think is happening now?
1: Oh, uh, I don't know.
0: <laughs> I mean, you kind of have an idea. We don't yeah. know, but you have an idea oh, as yeah. to what could potentially be happening. And, and what do you do to – can you fix the situation? Or do you just educate people on the situation so that they can just get, get better people who they trust? Because these people are only powerful if you entrust them – if you entrust power to them.
1: Yeah, uh, and, and you know the thing that I think we have going for us – uh, if we're gonna correct things is the idea of social media, podcasts like yourself and others. Because instead of just going remember, you know, sixty years ago there was, you know, four channels four on channels TV. And, trust and, and everybody watched those channels and yeah, and they believed everything they were told. And that's what
0: we got into Vietnam. If we had right. if we had Twitter in nineteen sixty three we'd have never gone to Nam. If we had Twitter in, in two thousand four well, we would have never gone to Iraq. Right.
1: And uh, and and with all these different outlets, they can't control everybody. They can't control Alex Stringer. Okay, you're gonna get out. You're gonna, you're gonna talk. You're gonna speak. You're gonna speak out, and you'll you don't mind standing up in opposition to groupthink, and and they're not they're not they're not prepared to handle that all over the place because you have your influence all around. There's other people standing up to this groupthink that we have going on, and and that's the thing that I think can help us through this people just thinking outside the box and thinking for themselves but you
0: need sovereignty you need a, a sense of self autonomy to do this like yes. i'm doing this because i ride this tri- like i ride this tricycle i'm able to do this because i have because i'm unemployable
1: <laughs> what yeah, do you mean
0: well i mean like this job this pedicab job is great but mm-hmm. it is also like a job for um it's a job for... It's a misfit toy. We are the island of misfit toys a little bit.
1: For uh, free spirits. Yeah, we are free spirits. And that's spir- okay. Which is great. It's the There's best. There's always the, been jobs for free yes, spirits. The
0: point is that I'm grateful right. to be a misfit and grateful to have gone through what I went through because I'm in the position that I am now and I can be unequivocally who I am right. as a result of everything that has happened, good and bad. Right. It's it's a blessing. I think that that's the perspective I, I look at. And mm-hmm. you know when you look at how the system is, You want a functioning capitalistic system because we benefit off of the kindness of strangers, like people like you who wear suits to go to work. If you guys don't have jobs, I I can't ride this tricycle around. So there, there is a balance. There is a balance, and it's got to, you know, you got to respect that balance while also not letting um, corporations walk all over you. It is a give and take. And yeah, the CEO should make a lot more money than you. He runs the company; they work harder than you, Right. right? They put more work in. But it doesn't mean that you can you should be going to, a, and lobbying congress for bailouts if you screw with other people's money right it doesn't right. mean that like you should be stopping other p- innovation and innovative people from trying to come up with something that's going to make society better like there's got to be a sense of you need free and open dialogue to make it so that um people are help, like people still have accountability for for their actions like yeah. that, that that i mean i think that's reasonable and it's sane and it's not it's well, like
1: oh, and and you know your pedicab job right yeah Innovation and free market is the best thing that can happen to any culture, any society. And where it happens, it happens with your average person, right? Coming up with this and offering this, this service to people is what makes, you know, jobs for people. Helps, it, it, it works out. It helps people. The way I, I explain this is, is you have in history, right, it was not the kings and the ruling class that, that came up with indoor plumbing, they didn't need indoor plumbing. Why? Because they've always had servants to take out their buckets. Yes. It was the middle class and lower class that needed a way to make things more sanitary. They're the ones that create indoor plumbing, and it's innovation that actually, through things like that, it actually provides a better service to the lower class and middle class by making things better. Uh, like I say, the ruling class, they can always find a way to, to do whatever they want to do. They don't care. They'll just pay for it, whatever. But but whenever people get innovative and creative, you come up with all kinds of different ways to help society and people love riding on the pedicabs. They love it. It's the best. Right.
0: But, but it's because of who we are. Like when right. you ride a pedicab, you're supporting you know, you got to also brand yourself. Like you're supporting entrepreneurs, you're supporting like we are fun. We are a fun, love ride. I mean, you're partying. You're getting turned up. You're with somebody who loves his life and loves right. what they're doing. You're you're riding on the back of somebody's tricycle who wants to be doing this. When you take right. an Uber, your Uber driver does not – your Uber driver – some Uber drivers are doing this because they just want to make some friends and stuff here and there. But, like, I guarantee you, your average Uber driver does not want to be driving Uber on Friday it, night. They're doing it because they have to drive Uber to be able to pay for their little shitty yeah. apartment that they have in but, Austin now. And
1: you probably have repeat customers. People not always – they're, they're like, literally. I need I need
0: Alex Stringer. I want that like guy. Call yeah, it, call, right. yeah, I have a couple. I have a couple. Yeah.
1: I mean, um, and, and people love that because they know you're a good time, helping them get from point A to point B. You never heard the rap
0: songs I made. I got to play. I them. have not oh, heard the rap Oh, you got to hear the rap songs. song. You got to hear the rap. You, <laughs> you would love the rap songs, Brian. But that, that's. Wait, for, I think uh, I
1: did. These are these family fit, friendly rap songs or what were they? I'm I just the, kidding. Oh, <laughs> <yeah>. Well,
0: <laughs> I want to make a kid. musical. A actually. musical. Yes. OK. I, I, you know, Disney on Ice. Okay. I want to make, like, InfoWars on Ice.
1: Okay, okay. So,
0: we're brainstorming. It's about, like, a (laughs) frog who's coming to terms with his sexuality. Okay. And then he realizes that, like, the government um, and all these corporations have been putting chemicals in the water that have kind of, that have turned everybody gay. And it's, like, at the (laughs) end, it's about, like, acceptance but also not trusting the government. So, it's, like, I have acts. So, like... I'm trying to. Uh, we're totally off topic, but uh, we're on totally to <laughs> a musical. We're talking about musicals. So we're, we're totally off topic, but anyway, it's about this guy named Daryl the Frog, uh-huh. and he wants to go to like the dance, um, and you know he wants to go to the, the frog dance. And we have he sings some song. He's really excited, and he's about to ask. The p- he's you know he's at the party, and he's gonna ask the pr- the prettiest girl the prettiest girl in the school to to be his dance partner when uh, the bully when David the Hog the bully <laughs> pushes him into the water. And all of a sudden, like, he wakes, he he gets pushed in the water, and he comes out of the water. And then the next morning, he wakes up, and all of a sudden, he has a crush on his best friend, <laughs> you know, on his best friend, George. There's a lot of yeah. details yeah, already. No, you I did not I, just come up with this. This, well, I, I, this is out. act one, but I, I don't know what to do about act two, three, four, and five. <laughs> but anyway, um, you know, he doesn't know why he's feeling this way, and he decides to go see, see the, the wise sage. And the wise sage winds up being Pepe the Frog, you know, and he goes on this journey. And then I guess somewhere along the lines, he meets Joe Rogan and does DMT. And while he's doing DMT, he starts <laughs> to, like, everything else starts coming to life, you know. And he starts learning about um, depopulation and, like— it's just that 1. Yeah, it's just Act 1.
1: I feel like you've shared so much. Somebody might take this Act 1 from you and claim it as their own. They can I'm just literally talking you like, <laughs> on the podcast. Like, okay, hey, look, okay. I, I'm sharing this. <laughs> I should make—I
0: I need to, like, figure out on— um, musical i need to have a co-writer because when I, I always do better when i bounce ideas off like i call people all, like i i'm really annoying man like i call um my friend michelle evans oh yeah yeah, yeah. i call her try to talk her all the time and brainstorm my ideas and she just does not want to, she's like dude can you just be quiet like stop like stop <laughs> calling me <you> know? <laughs> like, yeah. i just want to call somebody to brainstorm ideas off of them so that that's was funny the, that, that's she's where, a patriot she's the best i love yeah, it. And she great? i'm so glad that she's the director of this organization i'm glad
1: she's not mad at me you know you like trying to make sure yeah. certain women are oh, mad at you I'm scary, she's right? not mad yeah. at me yeah yeah
0: she's my favorite activist she's good people get good so people. mad at her but she's hilarious. like she's such a troll like she's she's so funny with she's this stuff she's very funny yeah
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah well she she hangs out in my office and we yeah. we friends. so i know I, yeah. I was i
0: was there with michelle michelle's great that's
1: right you've been in my office a few times this session
0: yeah it's it's been, it's been fun michelle michelle's a uh, a good time she's Funny. I got to get her back on this podcast, though.
1: Oh, she's been on she it. She went
0: on, but she was like, "There was, it was so hot, and there was like, ro- like fucking mosquitoes flying around." You, you're actually here on a really good day. Yeah, it's not bad. So, it was hot. It
1: was a little bit more warm last time.
0: It was a little warmer, right? I had my my Captain America mask because COVID was still a thing. That's right, Captain America Captain mask. Captain America It, was, it was still a thing. So you know, there's all that. Um, there's something I was gonna ask you. Okay, what's up? With, um, how's the porn bill going? The what? The porno bill, like the banning porn in schools and all that stuff. Oh,
1: the books. No, no. So I've heard two. I've okay, heard two got, bills. Okay. One is like the the state of Louisiana. So when they just passed this, when you're online on a porn site, you have to upload a photo of your driver's license in order to be able to view it. There's that bill, but then there's the actual textbooks and the libraries. That one. The that's the, are that's tough. the main one. That's the, the main library, one. The
0: libraries are tough because some some of the stuff you got books about like sucking dick for like <laughs> elementary schoolers and stuff. That's bad. Oh. But you also got like these puritanical moms that are going to think everything is sexual, and so you got to understand. Like, there's well, yeah, is that, you know what I mean. Like, yeah.
1: But one, we got to take care of the outright terrible, The books, outright crazy stuff, and right? that's yeah. something I think we should all agree on. And next time you're in my office, come by. Somebody left me a book. I forget the name of it, but it won best book of the year for twelve year olds. Okay,
0: we'll read it out loud. Let's read it out loud. No, it's
1: pictures it. you need to look at. Okay, yes, yeah. I and there, it's for twelve years old. Twelve year olds, and it's very graphic. Okay, let's do that. Cause totally, cause, cause I'm are, not going to read that one with you, Alex. No, that's fine. <laughs> but,
0: but that that's a problem, and and that stuff is oh, being that stuff is being done to bad. like demoralize kids and right. to to um
1: desensitize them to the sexuality, right? They they need to be they need to be protected. Children need to be protected from sexualization period. I think the books are and our smallest problem
0: though. The books are like literally the it's least a part of it. It's a very small part though. Yeah. The biggest problem is because no matter how many books you ban, these kids can like remember when you were a kid you would look, try to find your dad's Playboy magazines and stuff like that like Well,
1: that's where this other bill comes from making it to where people and And there was another amendment. I hear what you're saying. Well, yeah, kids are gonna be curious. Kids are kids are gonna be trying to trying to look and figure things out. You have to protect them. And and so the the idea is a long time ago, when you go in a hotel, whatever you turn the channel to, if it went to one of the dirty channels, it just charged your room. There is no stopping it other than your thumb on the remote. Then they changed it to where you had to order it at the front desk and it cut back on on that. So last session there was an amendment put on uh, a house bill that did that very thing that made people's Wi-Fi in their home, whoever that provider was, you ha- you you just had to call and say yes, turn on. All- you can push all that stuff through instead of it just being there right at your fingertips uh, for you to type in and look. Right. I, the idea of changing and that is to protect children. Well, and Louisiana did a bill to help get an yeah. age verification
0: well that's good people can also use like vpns and stuff like that to um bypass that which is another issue because these kids are way more tech savvy than we are going to be um here's what i think they should do when it comes to this stuff you just gotta like you can go look at whatever porno set you want but you have to enter a credit card number you just have you just have to pay for it like it just, just don't make it free like you have to enter a credit card uh, and have an id to back up the credit card in order to be able to look at these websites
1: well, uh, I mean, Cause something... Because then, then
0: no kid is... How many county 13-year-old kids are going to be walking around? have with? a credit card. Yeah. Yeah, yeah th- that that solves the problem. And what people don't understand, like, this porno stuff, it is, like, actual crack in the digital age. Um... It is it is actual crack because like there's, if you, if you a study, if studies like it destroys your ability to connect right. with other uh, other people. If especially if you're a man and you're looking at that stuff, your brain thinks that it's it's having like 300 sexual partners, and then when you find someone that you actually want to like be with and have kids with, like it becomes that much harder to have a long lasting, forever sexually satisfying relationship. Like that stuff is like actual. That stuff is actual poison. Like that stuff is actual poison. Yes,
1: like, I, I saw a study. It had to have been over ten years ago. They actually did MRI on people's brains, like yeah. people that were addicted to cocaine, and then with pornography. And and if you look at just the images side by side of someone's brain, the, it looked the same. The Someone addicted to porn yeah. as someone that was on not, cocaine. Not not yes. That addiction. Yeah, that it's crazy. dangerous. Oh yeah. It yeah.
0: it desensitizes your ability to have human connections. And what yeah. it also does is it's like people have like all their secure data on on their phones now anyway like it's it's also a security hazard um that's my take on it right so I just think like hey use a driver's license and use a credit card just to go on a porno site well, no one's gonna punish you but just you just you just can't we, we just you could just cannot have access to this stuff I- unless you enter and, and, unless you actively, you just have to, like, because a lot of times taking that extra step just makes you say, nah, I don't really want to do it. Like, people hey, will do it, that just because it's there.
1: Hey, you're on the right thought there. Does that make sense? So- you know? No, you're on the right thought because the guy I know that, that filed that bill uh, about making you upload a driver's license picture, the one question many members, uh, say see, many, there's probably two or three he, he mentioned, that they were just adamant. They wanted to know, is that third party going to keep my driver's license like is there going to be a record that i submitted it that was their biggest concern he goes no it just verifies that is that you're over that's another reason not to go on those sites and that's another reason not to look at that stuff right and and that that he he said it makes it a deterrent because people don't want to be on record of going there and uh, which makes things better i mean we talk about uh different crimes you know sexual assault and dating you know violence whatever well that pornography addictions help feed a lot of that. it can because you said they don't have a human connection
0: well i think it also does is it just like listen man? maybe I'm, I'm getting too like um personal with this stuff but like if i ever look at like because there were there are times when i'm like oh i'm bored or i'm tired or, i gotta drive like an hour home and i'm like about to fall asleep and like i stopped doing this right but there, there were times i'd be like okay i'm gonna go on porn up and watch this video real quick you know just so i don't pass out because it'll wake you up temporarily you know um and sometimes, and you watch this video, and all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, what, I just spent an hour scrolling through. I spent an hour scrolling through all these videos. Like my brain is foggy. I can't function. I can't focus. Like I'm less turned on by my girlfriend right now than I was like two days ago. Like this is, this is really bad. And then like, luckily I'm self-disciplined. We're like, all right, stop this. Clear your history. Don't do this anymore. Stop doing it. And I finally just set some settings on my phone where I'm just not going to do it. And I like had a talk with my girlfriend about like, Hey, uh, we gotta just s- s- actually. We've been together six years. We gotta just literally find tw- two days out of the week to just spend with each other. No phones, no nothing. Because I don't. I- I'm actually scared that I'll start looking at this stuff too much, and I don't right. like it.
1: Yeah, you, and
0: yeah. so, like, since then, it's everything's been like really good. And if I'm sharing too much, I'm sorry. But like, the, the no, point, no. The, the point is that like this stuff actually can have like th- this stuff destroys um. it, it well, you testosterone, it, it destroys your. Like, it really yeah. is bad. It's really right. bad. Like. It's bad. It's destructive. It's really bad. It's really bad. And
1: and your your human relationships, your friendships or the friendship with your girlfriend, you have to spend time together to build that. It doesn't just happen naturally. No, it requires work. Right, a lot of work. It
0: requires work, especially when that's the only person you're with. You're like, oh, crap, I better, like, I got to nurture this thing if I want this to actually work out. Like, you better put work and effort. You got to improve yourself. You better be eating right. You know, if you want to keep that same fire and passion going, you better start eating right. You, you got to lay
1: off that. Lay off you got to remember to say, yes, honey. Yes. but Yeah, but exactly. <laughs> <laughs> while
0: being yoked, while just being in shape and doing that. <laughs> that too. Yes. And doing things to like, you know, improve like your testosterone production, improve your life, do all that stuff. But this also calls into the question that we got to have a, a discussion about what is actually toxic and what is not toxic and how that affects what we consider to be legal versus not legal. Because my opinion is that, like, you know, ba- like, just based on everything that I've known and based on life experience and everything, like, I think porn- like, I-, I think pornography. I don't think I don't know if it should be banned outright, but I think pornography is a lot more dangerous than smoking weed, and pornography is a lot more dangerous than psilocybin mushrooms.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my gosh, yeah. Uh, Pornography—it's it, it, more destructive than people realize. Yes. I mean, and and it's a, it is a hard thing to talk about. It can be awkward to talk about, but it it is it, it affects how you treat you know, young kids treat uh, girls they date. It affects your own like even yeah. adults' and relationships. Your first, your first exposure all to it. sex is like you're 13 years old. Instead of just looking
0: at a magazine, you're looking at like the hottest woman being professionals at doing sex on the internet because you're a Lasky kid and mom and dad aren't uh, home. And they're also like, – that's crazy.
1: Yeah, and then also they, they make it seem as though it's it's highly enjoyable and all this whenever there are elements of human trafficking uh, involved yeah, with yeah. pornography. Yeah, and then you have, like,
0: the top porn stars that make insane amounts of money that, that gloss over that. It's right. dangerous. It's, it's super highly dangerous. Highly, it's very dangerous. dangerous. Very dangerous. Right. I agree with that. Um, I agree with that, but I – I, like like I said, I think that there are certain things that you got to do a, a reassessment about what is dangerous and what is what we what what we rely to about things being dangerous and how do we um use the new knowledge we have to like make things better right mm-hmm. to fix things right like my personal opinion, whether you agree with me or not, like I don't think weed should be illegal at all you know like I think it should like i I don't even think it's bad for you I don't even think it's um the hell is
1: that somebody has fallen hurt themselves on a scooter they should have taken a pedicab
0: <laughs> what are you gonna do
1: brian what are you I'm gonna not do spo- yeah. i was not supposed to laugh at that oh it's fine anyway
0: point point being uh I, I don't think weed should be illegal at all and i think that like depending on your usage and and what it's used for and what you do like there are a lot there are actual like numerous um health benefits mentally and physically for that or even like with using like microdosing on like psilocybin mushrooms like people like elon musk and people who are like high performance individuals they have been known to microdose like once a week or something like that to improve to improve like cognition but meanwhile that's illegal but these pharma companies these big pharma companies um are cranking out drugs that literally turn people into full-blown addicts that you could just get by going to a doctor um and then you could look at all types of like destructive stuff on the internet um with no filter and n- no repercussions whatsoever or no backstop and i think that like there's got to be an actual discussion on this and i think that like you'd want it to be from conservatives because you look at who the democrats are you want it to be from people that value freedom versus people that want tyranny that's my take on it yeah i mean a lot
1: <laughs> yeah and, and and the other the thing i talk to people about is you know uh, if drugs were to be legal in Texas... Not drugs. I think weed and well, psilocybin... Weed, I think those two, I
0: those two drugs that are naturally coming from plants, not that are being made in laboratories by the CIA to mess with people.
1: Yeah. Well, my thing, whatever whatever it is, if it was legalizing everything yeah. or just marijuana, my thing is, is as long as you're going to regulate it, you're still going to lose because the cartels still control it. And, and and I told people, like when they legalized it in in Colorado. Because my, th- my thing is, if, if you're going to legalize it, you got to get at the cartels, which means not regulated. Like, let people sell it on you know the side of the road, because if, if you make people, in, like in Colorado, where they had to buy brick and mortar, get insurance, hire employees, pay utilities, people are still buying it from the guy in the backpack, and the cartels are still winning. So, as long as it's... Yeah, but it's- you're also
0: able to get weed that you know is not going to be laced with fentanyl, and you could also it also helps small farmers markets like you can go to a farmers market and you could just be able to grow your own plant organically and you could know exactly where you're getting your plant from like i would rather get my i would rather get my stuff from like a farmers market like i get my meat from farmers markets. i get my veggies from farmers market like you can yeah, get it from yeah yeah if
1: it's not going to be regulated then that would like i say that would hurt the cartels more in that scenario and that's what you would want because as long as you're regulating it the black market always wins out it, it always does and that's the cartel So that's all I'm saying is if it's not going to be regulated, I think that is the best uh, attack against what the cartels are doing It where people are just growing it themselves or whatever. I don't know if Texas is going to get there um, because that's, a you know, most people are talking about uh, just legalizing a few things here and there, and they all want it regulated. But in my opinion, like I say, I think— if Who you're cares? going to do it, it. You, if just you're going to do it. It, Who cares? You give make an option,
0: it, give people an option to sell their stuff in the stores. Like, what's the problem? Just, and that just, gives yeah.
1: competition to the cartels. But if you're going to require them to have a brick-and-mortar store, it's just too expensive to compete with people selling, selling it out of their backpack. Yeah. And,
0: oh, yeah. So right? just let, But just let people sell it. Like, that's it.
1: If they, yeah. If that's going to happen, let people sell it. Because regulating, it doesn't make it cheaper, and regulating it doesn't hurt the cartels' business. Um, of controlling. Well, there's the also server.
0: the DWI issue, and like you don't want like cops to like start pulling people over because they think that you smell like weed and it stays in your system, and they could be doing mm-hmm. crazy stuff like that. So there, there's that. There, yeah. there there's a lot of that. There's a lot of crazy stuff like that that could happen. But I think like um the fact that it's still illegal is a little bit dinosaur-like, and and it's one of those things where you know it would be good. Like I I think another like look we could talk about why conservatives lose a lot. I think one of the reasons why conservatives lose is because they get they. they um, they catch on to what's popular a little bit too late, or they play defense. Yeah, and we're some, very defensive. You're yeah. defensive, right? Yeah. A- a- and the problem is, like, you can't afford to be defensive. You need to be offensive for positivity, right? So we need to be offensive for for getting better money. We need to be offensive for um, having the discussion about what's what's legal, what is legal and safe versus. Um, what what should be illegal and dangerous and how do we reclassify this stuff in a way that's uh, i don't know how like in a way that's helpful and preserves these freedoms like th- that's what i'm saying so i think that like part of playing offense is not necessarily like feeling like you're attacking somebody but it's about like being positive and like going around the brick wall first how do we get to the other side of the brick wall fastest and and that that's the the strategy that that's what like, i think like if i'm i hope i'm phrasing this well but like that's what i think the strategy yeah. is like how do you get to the other side of the brick wall um as fast and efficiently as possible and doing it in a way that you want other people to follow you to the other
1: side of the brick wall. Yeah, and, and that's the Republicans have had that problem. You're right. They're defensive, and they tend to only care about the next election. So no matter, you know, they win, they say, oh, well, we have to make sure we don't upset people so we can still win again next election. Yeah. And the whole time, I, I think what they're missing is an opportunity to show vision and true leadership and lead people. Yeah. Uh, into better public policy.
0: Like like this dude, this Indian guy who's running for president, Vivek Ramaswamy. I've been listening to a lot I, of that.
1: I, I didn't even know his name. I, I knew a guy was running. Yeah. And I didn't. That I, guy, you got to listen
0: to that guy talk. I love that, dude. Oh, really? I, I was like, I was a big DeSantis person based on how he did with the COVID stuff, you know? Uh, and, and Trump is like, it's like a, he's like, you know, for the boomers now, it's one of those things where it's like, <laughs> You know, everything you're doing is like a legacy tour. It's like the Rolling Stones are doing tours to the Irwin Center. There's a bunch of seven-year-old men in Hawaiian shirts that are coming out to see him. Like, that that's what it's <laughs> turning into. But I, I digress. The point is, like, you want somebody that's forward-thinking, that's that somebody that I can relate to, that's somebody that's innovative, that's somebody that was, like, taking freedom and, and pushing freedom in a way that everybody wants these principles. And this, I like what this guy Ramaswamy doing and saying. And I think that we need more people like that in the GOP. Like you. We, we need more Brian Slaytons, you know? Instead we got. Well, these be careful we what got, you wish for, Alex. We need more Brian Slayton's, less Dave feelings. <laughs>
1: well, I appreciate that, but I'm just uh, I'm just being me. I know. And, and my I'm two just cents. Uh, my two cents. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. I'm just trying to represent my district in East Texas and uh, and and fight back. I mean, that's some of the stuff I've done is fighting back. And in, in fact, we we talked about a bill. We didn't file this one. Trying to mess with uh, the Republicans and the Democrats is what this bill messed I with. Hear it. Okay. <laughs> so so the Republicans are defensive. Okay. Uh, Republicans yeah. are defensive and and so we we're like well, all this uh, gender stuff we were talking about. Okay. So I we we worked on a bill that would make it a crime in Texas to use a cow in a bull riding cap competition. Right? Cuz there's male cows, female oh, cows. Yeah, make make it to where and so the idea is is one are the Democrats so Aggressive in what they're trying to change and what the norms are. Right? Uh, are they going to try to go after bull riding? And then the other thing is, do Republicans have the courage to even protect bull riding. And and I, I really don't know the answer to either one of those. But we didn't file that. But we, we were messing with that for a while.
0: I, I tell you what, dude. Like our GOP does not understand the urgency that is being dealt with. No. There's and they don't know how to communicate this stuff in a way that like is for everybody. Because I think that and we should we got to close off pretty soon. Andrews uh pointing there. Yeah. Yes, um, uh, we we gotta put the closes off pretty soon. But I think that like um, one of the things that So you know who Kane is the wrestler. Yes. Yes, yeah, so you know he's the mayor of like Knox County, right? Not at Yeah, that. he he is the mayor of Knox County, and his acceptance speech, he talked about how um, the stuff that he's advocating for, it's not for Democrats, it's not for Republicans, it is literally for everybody. Hmm. And the idea of owning sound money, the idea of um, having control of your own finances, the idea of being able to make your own medical decisions, the idea of Protecting children from invasive medical procedures and holding big pharma in check. Um, the idea of being able to say freely and let the um, let the best idea win in a marketplace of ideas. Uh, the idea, the, the ability to be able to grow your own food, have cheap gas, and be able to move around from point A to point B freely and not be confined into a megacity or have a social credit score. That is for everybody, and I think like that's how the GOP like. If I'm a, if I'm a chairman, like that's what I'm. That's where I'm going, right? Like every everything that we are advocating for, it's not meant to exclude anybody. It's literally
1: meant to include everybody. Right. Okay. I, I filed another bill that said because uh, they they filed a bill or passed a bill in D.C. saying that they could put kill switches on every vehicle. Oh yeah, I heard about that. Okay. Yeah. So I filed a bill saying you cannot put kill switches on any so vehicle in that Texas. Oh, yeah. It's we it's we're. It's been assigned to committee. We're yo, to yes, I'm excited. Right? I'm excited. And, for that. and that's for anybody. I don't care who you are, Republican or Democrat. If if you need to do something to take care of your family in a crisis or whatever time, should somebody be shutting your car down, or should you be able to make that decision and go help?
0: Well, uh, this is this is also why they want to get rid of the gas stoves and electrify right. everything and do 15 right. minute cities. It's literally, and that's what the ugly artwork is for.
1: It's about turning this into a prison because these people get off on it. Right. Anyway, Brian, how do we get a hold of you? Well, uh, you, you can go to uh, Facebook. You can find me there, Brian Slayton. You can go to Twitter, uh, Brian4HD2, uh, brianslayton.com. Brian with a Y. Brian with a Y. I tell everybody it's the yeah. masculine spelling of Brian. Yes. That's right. So the uh, brianslayton.com. And uh, you can find me on the House website and uh, other places. Find them at the Capitol,
0: but don't fine. storm it. That's right. That's right. <laughs> all right, Brian Slayton, thank you. This is thanks, a lot of fun. Al-
1: thanks, Alex.